0: Kia and welcome to another episode of Get a Job and Get Healthy uh, with Costas Enterprises. I am your host, Alex Costas, and uh, today I'm going to continue my passive income series. Uh, specifically, this one will be about Teespring. Uh, I will be giving you a little bit of a review of Teespring. Um, now, of course, as always, these are my own opinions uh this particular review will also explain a bit about the upload um, guide now i strongly suggest that for this particular episode uh if you do want to know more about this please do head along to my uh blog post in regards to the exact same thing called passive income teespring review uploading guide uh there are a lot of pictures uh and i created designs specifically for this uh, podcast and this blog post uh, that you guys can look at uh, in order to upload it, show you how how to use the uploads uh, process as well as what I actually enjoy about uploading it through Teespring, uh, which is a little bit different from Redbubble and uh, Threadless. Um, So we'll jump right in. Uh, this one I will hopefully be a little bit shorter than the last uh, podcast and I, and I thank those people that have listened to the podcast And uh, sorry for the uh, 45 minutes odd uh, 47 minutes uh, however long it was uh, so hopefully this one won't be as long as always if you do need to contact me please feel free to uh, email me at doncostas at gmail.com uh, or leave a message uh, leave a comment on my website um and yeah let's jump right in so got a lot of feedback from people about the podcast i released last week as well as the uh blog post in regards to redbubble um and if you check last week's episode you will notice that i did review redbubble and was quite open and honest about the differences between the three uh different print on demand services that i was using Uh, and what was good what was bad about Redbubble specifically so with this particular episode i'm not going to delve too much into the other differences between the other three because i think i've already covered that off for the most part um, there will be some mentioning of uh, the other the other sites that i use um, but for the most part i'm going to try and stick as much as i can to teespring itself so if you go to my website, as I said, you can actually find images of my Teespring site. Now my Teespring site I've been running for about three or four months, uh, I'm going to be completely open and honest with you and tell you that on Teespring I have not had any organic sales yet, uh, but I have had a couple of views from other things and I will discuss <laughs> that a little bit more as well. Now there are a lot of things that I do actually like about Teespring upfront. Um, but there are definitely some things that do hurt this print-on-demand service um, not to the point where i don't think you should be using it i think for the general audience size that they've got it's still a good opportunity to upload especially if you are also uploading to you know redbubble amazon by merch all that sort of stuff or merch by amazon should i say so we're going to go over the pros and the cons now the first pro that we talk about um and that I personally like is the analytics that you see with Teespring Um, now when you start doing your print on demand services uh, and you start uploading and you've been in there for a little while you start seeing things like analytics now on some sites it's really easy to see, other sites it's not so easy so for example with Threadless there's very little analytical stuff that you can actually look at in fact it's very hard to find it uh, with Redbubble, you can see some analytics, but you can't delve as deep as you can within Teespring. With Teespring, you can go into uh, an actual graph, uh, see how many views, how many sales. You can also see things like what has had the most views out of your sites. Um, I actually really enjoy looking at the analytics because it, it gives me an idea of what trends are going from my own designs, which are people are actually enjoying. Um, and what I can sort of go forward with in the future uh, when I am creating designs on things like Canva um, then I know, right, well this worked, this didn't work maybe I should start looking at this now, to date, the highest views I've ever had on one single product is about 18 views Um, now, when it comes to analytics I do have to preface by saying that My fur that when I was having my 18 views, that was what when I was doing Facebook ads, okay. And those Facebook ads were generating a lot of views towards my sites because I was having people to click on it and get taken to that particular design or that particular site. Um, One of the things I will also cover off is a trust score, Teespring trust score, um, and we will talk about that a little bit later on and when you one thing that's cool about the analytics um in regards to your trust score is you can tell when it is actually that you have achieved a trust score by looking at your analytics um now as i said on my website i've got a lot in this particular blog post i've got about seven or eight images Uh, all showing, you know, what designs are the ones that I'm looking at, what are are we looking at, the time period, and this is the time period for the last month. Um, So you might be saying, well, hang on, Alex, what, what is a trust score and, you know, what is this trust score? And so if it's the first time you're hearing about this, the trust score basically means that... Well, one, you haven't listened to my previous podcast episode, or um, you haven't read one of my previous posts. So let me explain it a bit now. Teespring um, have advised that they will do advertising for you in the first instance. Um, However, they will only do that when you gain a positive trust score. Now you can't just obtain a a positive trust score just by uploading designs this teespring you actually have to make organic sales yourself now um, usually this means getting a sale between either one sale or up to 25 sales to get a positive uh trust score now people don't realize that when they're using teespring how important getting that trust score is if you want to generate income passively using teespring you need your trust score to be positive you need an actual trust score um, so your designs are seen by everyone now teespring do advise that when you do sign up you need a trust score in order to be added to their marketing campaign which is what you want you want to be part of their marketing because they will then advertise for you for free you don't have to put any resources into it Um, however what teespring doesn't tell you is how you gain one of those positive trust scores um there are no actual key performance indicators or kpis set out for you to find those out so from what i've viewed from youtube and also what i've gathered myself um I personally have had three organic sales. And when I say organic sales, I mean that three sales have gone ahead, uh, but I have usually organized them. So I've created a new account and sort of bought a sticker, or I bought a, a cup, or I bought, um, <coughs> you know, I, I, I think I bought a t shirt. Um, so I, I generated three sales through this. Uh, Now, two of the sales were mine, one of the sales was not mine. That has now allowed me to get a positive trust score and by looking at the analytics I've actually been able to see that people have been visiting my designs um, and given that I haven't done any Facebook ads in about a month uh, and they only ran for about a week each, then. I can safely say that i can now identify that i've got that trust score Um, so that's where using the analytics and having the analytics there and learning how to use them is actually really really helpful Um, it's a good way of being able to look at your site and you know make sure that even though you won't see the ads that teespring is doing with your designs Uh, You will actually at least be able to see traffic coming to your site Um, Now the other way that that traffic gets sent to your site is by keywords and designs Now we we will talk about keywords and headings and all that sort of fun stuff as well uh, Because all of that is in this little part that we talk about (coughs) Pardon me So the second thing that I really really enjoy about Teespring is the ability to change your storefront now this is sort of a positive as a result of a negative, um, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, so it's more about a cosmetic fix than anything else. So upfront threadless for example, has a very little storefront customization, okay. Um, it looks very blocky and there's massive pictures of your designs as opposed to your designs on products. Which is what most people want to see uh with redbubble it's it's very much the same but at least their algorithm has the ability to explore designs and then you click on the products from the designs and all that sort of stuff but at least you get a lot more designs on a page than you do with threadless um with teespring uh not so much so if i clarify what i mean here is say for example uh, you upload your design to teespring um, if you upload your design, you have the ability to click multiple products that you want to sell with that design on it. Um the problem with this is those designs will automatically be uploaded to your storefront as one after the other after the other. So if you don't know how to customize your storefront, which I do suggest suggest anybody that is using Teespring learn how to do this. Um it means that you'll have like 15 designs and say you have five products for each design. Well people have to scroll for hours to try and get to each individual design because they'll all they'll see is the five different products each time you've posted the design. Um, so there is a little bit of customization you can do with the storefront to fix this. Uh, and that is um, quite simply going into the... So when you're looking at Teespring, if you go to the left-hand side of your dashboard, you will see, um, oh sorry, on the right-hand side, uh, you will see a storefront. So you click the storefronts, uh, open that up, and then you'll see a little box with your store, and there's an option to view store, and in the top right-hand corner, you'll see a little pencil with uh, that looks like it's writing. You click that and you can edit your storefront once you click the edit storefront you'll be taken to a new section where you can actually change things like your banner and your header uh, but the most important one for this particular part that we're talking about is you can click products and then when you click the products you can then favorite the products that you want people to see first so that means that all that other stuff that's at the back will be where it is it'll be at the back it won't be you know the first thing the uh, customer sees is five to five products for the same design as opposed to just the design so that is the difference between teespring and threadless and red bubble is you don't get to just pick the design uh, when you're looking at the storefront it's it's products or nothing so you can show off sort of other products with by favoriting each particular one but when you start uploading you know quite a few designs what you'll want to do is you'll only want to sort of favorite one of each of the products that you're wanting to create Uh, otherwise you'll be there for ages um being able to change your storefront up a bit is really important because it means that you can sort of give a bit more personality to your particular store you know, which is the whole reason why you're doing the print demand Most of these designs that you create or, or words or whatever it is that you, you are doing through your print-on-demand, it's part of you. And so having the ability to change your storefront a bit so that it is more you, then, you know, that's quite a cool little feature. The uh, next thing that I really like is the uploading preview um, sort of and and the whole upload process is actually quite good Um, so if you go to my blog post i do actually cover off the whole process of of how you actually do an upload Um, pretty simply really Um, what i really like about it is the user experience Um, the user interface is actually quite easy for those that are just starting out so if you are new to print on demand and you're sort of still thinking oh i don't know what i'm supposed to do how am i supposed to upload stuff Go to my blog, um, and you will actually find the guide, hopefully pretty easy to follow. Um, it's just, it's a lot easier to see it with Teespring. With Redbubble, for example, and I discussed this with my previous podcast, um, if you want to edit your image on the actual product instead a little pop-up comes up and it's it's not the easiest things to resize whereas teespring it is really easy to resize your design to make it fit better on the product that you're wanting to do um, that is because you do each product one by one by one so you click which ones you want to um, make available to your store and then within each product you can click into and actually drill deep uh on there and that includes things like um, uh, changing the image adding text choosing the colors that you want to be able to be sold on so if your design for example is you know uh quite a, a light color well you don't want to have just light colors as your shirt if it's gonna be not contrast on the actual image and makes the thing look horrible so you can pick just dark colours, for example, so that your image really pops. The next thing you've got is you've got the ability to see what the uh, what the customer sees first. So um, if you choose, for example, a T-shirt, then it'll say, do you want the, the design on the front, on the back? Um, uh. And, you know, what do you want to see? Do you, what colour do you want them to see it on? Do you want them to see it on black? Do you want them to see it on purple or orange, whatever? um so that's another option that you can play around with and then the difference between teespring and threadless and redbubble is in the upload window is where you actually set your profit so that's where you set how much you want to put for your teespring now i've got to be honest teespring do actually put their profit up quite high um now they do that so that they make you a bit more money um, which is all good and well but you know when someone's going to pay sort of 60 or 70 dollars for a t-shirt uh, just so that you can get a profit of 30 dollars well that's you know quite frankly pushing it a bit um uh, the other thing that uh this this little section has is there's uh you can choose to see the preview or you can actually see the design so when you're uploading you you do the design there's sort of a a, a dotted square where your design should go and you can resize it make it bigger pinch all that sort of stuff so you could you could effectively do this on your tablet um, i would not suggest that though uh it's not exactly i mean it, it's easy but it's not fantastic um still pretty good um then simply click continue you'll be taken to a next screen the next screen is where you add your different products and so if you wait a few minutes what will happen is your design will be started to be pre-filtered on what looks like uh images um of the products that you want to add and it's like for for the design that i created i created one called footlong hugs about with a cat basically hugging a subway footlong um and so that's that's my design very very cute very very funny i thought and so in it i've got things like a t-shirt and i've got a face mask and i've got like a sticker and i've got a mug and uh you know uh things like a a pillow and by selecting the one that you want you can actually add that there then you simply just repeat the steps um for each product and you know add your five step at five to seven products and there's there's your things. once you've done that you go to the continue page now you click the continue at the bottom of that page and that then takes you to the um, the actual publishing of your design so you can put your title and your description and um, you know what people will see again you put like you know whether it's gonna be the front view on black or purple or whether it's the the back view depending on what product you've selected originally um, and you can also set things like your URL, whether or not your uh, the visibility of your design, whether it's open to the public or if it's only available to you. Um, and then you can choose to add it to a storefront. So with Teespring, you can actually have more than one storefront running. So you could have sort of you could have a, a niche-specific store in regards to just nature, for example, or in my case, probably just succulents if I was going to create one. And that would still be linked to your main account, but it would just create a new uh, a new storefront where you could just deal with one sort of sort of design. Uh, and then after that, after you've said everything, you just go publish listing, and then it'll take a few minutes, and then your listing will be published and will be available to be searched in Teespring. Now, here's a little tip. Um, in my previous podcast episode, I did say I talked about tags and how important tags are in Redbubble. Now, Teespring does not use tags. Instead, it uses keywords um, and also your titles. So you have to make sure that anytime you title something that you mention that title or something very similar to that title in your description. So, for example, in the example that I use for this guide it was footlong hugs uh, was the uh, name of the title and so in my description I would mention that you know do you like footlongs do you like hugs do you like cats like uh, do you, what about all three you know or something like that it's like do you like footlong hugs so as long as your keywords and uh, title are in the description uh, it will start to get more views which is how of course uh, Redbubble finds everything um now i oh, sorry how teespring finds everything so the other thing you have to remember as well is once you've published your design as i said before say for example you're uploading about five or six designs all in one day once you've done that you'll then need to go into your storefront and do the favorite thing that we talked about Uh, Otherwise, when people scroll down, they will just see product after product of the same design as opposed to all of your different designs. And then when they click into it, they can see other products that your design is currently available on. Um, And, yeah, if you want to actually view the product, there is a link in uh, in the blog post, and that will take you directly to it. Now, cons. So... There are some cons, and most of the the main ones I've already talked about previously on the last podcast episode, um, but we'll go through them anyway. So, the first con is actually the Teespring Trust score. So you'd be like, well, hang on, why is this a con? Uh, Pretty much, the reason why it's a con is it's a bit of a catch-22, and for those that know the phrase, a catch-22 is where it's a positive and a negative Um, so it's a nice once you have a trust score uh, but the negative part is you need to generate organic sales of up to one to twenty five sales in order for you to gain a trust sale so you know there's no actual clear definition of this is how you gain a trust scale this is what you need to do to meet these trust scales like is it a monetary thing is it a is it a amount of views that you get Is a traffic that's directed to your site is it just sales in general like if they do they have to buy two sales at once like there is no clear definition um, on teespring's website of how you gain this trust score because it's all done on a case-by-case basis by T teespring themselves so that's the that's the sort of negative part of it now of course once you've got a trust score as i said you get added to their marketing and you know your designs will start to be filtered out across things like facebook and all that sort of stuff um so that's where it's a positive um, of having the trust score but the negative part is getting to that stage where you can actually be at a positive trust score um, if you're just starting out on on demand you're going to find it very very hard unless your designs are amazing and you've got enough marketing behind your designs to sort of generate that kind of income um, so i sort of put a tip here so it sounds a bit silly but the way i got a positive trust score and i said it before was I simply made three purchases um, from different accounts. Well, I made two, but my partner made one as well, making it three separate accounts. Now, of course, this costs you money, and you may have to get up to 25 sales for it to actually work. Um, But, you know, if you're like me and you want to be faster getting the trust score, then... That's an idea for you, but it will cost you money. So do it at your own risk and know that there is no guarantee. Now, each time I was buying an item, it was sort of two or three items. Um, so, you know, while my profit would have only been about three, three or four dollars, um, it, it's still, you know, uh, it still generated a sale, um, which I think is the main thing. Now, number two is the default pricing. So... Default pricing set by Teespring um, is way too high. Uh, now, that's not to say that the products are priced too high and that you know um, the products are crap quality or anything like. The products are really, really good quality. Like we're not talking, we're not talking about shit here. Um, but the default profit price is what I'm talking about now. Um, once you gain your trust score, or if you're still trying to get a trust score, the first corner is while you're trying to get that trust score the person that is trying to buy your design might see that your t-shirt they, you know usually they could buy a t-shirt for 14 to 15 dollars us is now sitting at around you know 24 25 dollars us now that is fine when you've generated quite a few sales and you know um, you know how much the niches and how much the design is worth and all that sort of stuff Um, but if you're just starting out you're trying to get a trust score people will probably be deterred depending on the quality of your image and the quality of the products that you've put up on teespring Um, now i know what you're thinking you're thinking hang on i want profit profit is what i need that's how i get money well yes it is but when you're starting um to build up your trust score want to make sales first and sales are more important so you can always go back and change your future sales to be a bit higher um if you need to now for me um you know say for example someone's buying a sticker now most stickers these days that go on canva you know they will they will do uh, they go on teespring they will do like a five dollar us dollars markup for you so that you're making five dollars on every sticker well hey it's a sticker it should have been costing sort of ten dollars for a sticker um, especially when you're considering that the sticker itself is not huge you know it's it's a simple small sticker so i sort of make a profit margin of most of my items are between sort of two to five dollars um there are some products that i go a little bit higher i just leave them as the minimum like for example with teespring uh, adding things like phone cases for samsung or for uh, apple are really really you know it's real trouble troublesome because they've got all of the different models listed there and you have to go through and price each one not only in us dollars but also in euros um, which you know, when you're looking at about five or six different uh, ones across both currencies, by the end of the time you're just like, you know what? I don't feel like doing this when you've still got other pricing that you've got to do for each other design that you've created. So yeah I, I i those are the ones where i just leave those as is um, and to date i have not sold any phone cases so there is still a chance that i will probably drop those at some point in time um but at the same time like it's like don't be greedy with your profits like your profits will come that is the whole point of this passive income is you can sit back and let it earn money for you um so do exactly that you know go do the cocktail parties that you want to do when you become sort of financially free or you um you know when you want to host a uh, host the queen for example well you can do that sort of stuff but don't worry about making too much big profit to start off with you can wait and it will come to you uh even with those little uh little packages as well because if you're selling enough items then you're going to generate more uh, people looking at your store. If you start doing that, then they're going to see other items that they want and they're going to start doubling up and buying more stuff. Now, the third con is, and, and I talked about this in my previous podcast episode, um, it was no tags. So, tags, if you don't know, are a way of that, that red bubble and Threadless uh, both allow you to find different genres of the actual product that you're trying to sell um, so for example um, in this particular design it is a cat holding a foot long um, and it, it obviously looks hungry so I could like you know usually I would tag with like cat hungry subway footlong um, cute kawaii you know all those sorts of things and those would be my tags on that particular design um, and hugs of course because hug is and what the cat is doing It's hugging the sandwich And so all of those sorts of tags would be in there Now, of course with Teespring there is no tags So what they use instead is keywords and descriptions Which you're like, well hang on, isn't it the same as tags? Well, it, it, it is and it isn't So in the way of tags, like these are tags that are tagged to your product um, Redbubble uses so many tags that it's crazy um, but whereas teespring doesn't um instead what it relies on is you to make sure that your keywords and your definition um and your description of the actual product are what they are and it will take those keywords like dog or sheba or anything like that um, or cat in this instance then it will find it based on those particular things um so yeah the, the 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 con in that respect is you may not be able to generate as much traffic to your site given that you know people have to actually search for the keyword that you're looking for and if you if you call something uh, uh you know if you call a spade a spade and it's actually someone calls it a gavel they wouldn't but if they did use this as example then you know there's nothing there it won't find that particular part unless it was tagged so be really really careful with your descriptions people and your titles you've got to make sure that these are you know on point um, you're not rambling in your descriptions as well like you're making them as you know we want this person to buy this item either for them or for a gift um, and that could literally be what you say um, just mention the name of the design as well as um, the uh, as well as the make an accurate description and an accurate keywords for you so what's your conclusion Alex well let me get on to that so as I said from the start I actually really do still like using Teespring. Um, now I would recommend this to for people to use as well um, as redbubble Um, you will um, see positives and negatives with both but the audience for both is still too big to ignore Um, you want to take advantage of these both of these free and you know all, all three print on demand or pod um services are free websites that you can create you don't have to put any money down you're not expected to buy anything nothing like that so you might as well take advantage of all of them now i want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast i know it's a long one Um, it's not as long as the last one but still pretty long um coming up in the next couple of episodes i will uh tackle the facebook ads uh campaign i will also tackle possibly a threadless review um and we also might try to get back onto the cv stuff a bit for those people that want to know more about getting a job uh, especially given that the amount of uh, job losses that have popped up around um but until then i want to say thank you for listening Um, i hope you have a great day and feel free to contact me uh, either off through my blog which will be in the show notes Uh, or email me at uh, doncostas at gmail.com that's d-o-n-c-o-s-t-a-s at gmail.com I'd love to hear from you and you know if you've got any ideas um, for a or or you want me to review any print of demands or you want me to try any print of demands uh, services please let me know Um, I'll try my best because I want to make this a happy community a happy family and um, you know you guys are all whanau so let's do this properly until next time have a great day and good luck